0: The 6:30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross weekdays at two on 6:30 Chad. All right, this story. I talked about it off the top of the show, and this just really burns my butt uh animal welfare organizations in alberta are sounding the alarm about dog fighting rings in the province they say it is happening and all of us need to be aware of it now recently a bill that expands animal fighting provisions has received the support of the house uh the house justice committee and is headed back to the house of commons uh, to find out more about dog fighting in alberta and bill c84 we're joined by aaron deems the executive director of saving grace animal society hi aaron Hi, how are you? Good, thanks for joining me this afternoon. Now, I just... You know, talked about it off the top of the show, um, and I, I think, you know, going back to the Michael Vick days, or there was a book that I read that was based on the perspective of a dog in a dog fighting ring, and it was just heartbreaking to me, and going all the way back to that case with the football player, um, you know, I, I think we, we hear about it, a lot of us hear about it, we don't necessarily believe it or want to believe that it's happening in our province, and you are certain that it is.
1: Yes, absolutely. I think we'd be really naive to think as a country or a province that these things are not happening within our province or country.
0: So how do you know that it is happening here? I know you know firsthand, so tell us. So we have seen animals come in with,
1: you know, textbook signs of dog fighting rings. And we've had forensic veterinarians who specialize in those kind of things um, say that they do have the textbook signs and symptoms um of a dog fighting ring so it's we'd be we'd be really silly to just take all the evidence that we found and just be like no it couldn't be happening here
0: what would be those textbook signs Erin?
1: so uh for one of our dogs is an example sweet pea mm-hmm. um she came in with scars and the scars weren't just like you know, yesterday's fight or the day before's fight, like it was months and months of healing of different uh, stages of scarring on her face. Um, so that really led us to believe that this wasn't a one-time thing and that this is kind of the life that she'd been living.
0: Now, there is an article up. I know that you did, um, uh, there was a story done with um, my colleague in Calgary, at uh, Global Calgary, at uh, Jill Croto. I think, yep. about uh, about this recently. And there's some pictures of Sweet Pea on there. Um, and so if you want to check it out, you can check it out on the 630CHED Facebook page or at globalnews.ca. But I'm going to warn you right now, those pictures are very, very difficult to look at. And um, I-, I think... You you know, for animal lovers, and there's so many of us uh, out there when we look at it and go, what kind of monster does this to animals? And you must have that running through your mind every single day. I do. And I think, like, the only way to keep going in this industry is to
1: really put your focus on the animals and really putting that energy towards doing the best by them. Um, and just kind of disregarding the people. If you, if you thought too much about the people, you wouldn't make it. It's just too frustrating.
0: <laughs> well, you know what, I've, uh, I've had some texts coming in, um, talking about this. And, you know, one of my listeners says, you know, just an hour down the road, there's, um, they know of some dog fighting going on, but they're afraid to say anything because they're afraid of retribution. Is this something that you hear about?
1: Uh, we do hear that, or people don't know if it's like, you know, for 100% like a hearsay. But I feel like if people just start making the calls in and doing it anonymously, calling into Crime Stoppers, calling the RCMP, you know, calling their local police enforcement, they it will start building up a case against some of these rings, and we'll be able to find out the who, what, when, where, why, mm-hmm. and be able to lay charges against them.
0: Because right now, for the most part, um, you know, have any dogfighting rings that you know of been busted up? up in Alberta? Not in Alberta that I've heard of, so I would have to say no, unfortunately. I want to go back to Sweet Pea for a second. Um, Tell us a little bit uh, more about Sweet Pea. You mentioned her injuries, but where was she rescued from? How old is she? What kind of dog is she? Um, She is a pit bull, Mm. uh, and she was rescued from central Alberta
1: by the RCMP who had stumbled on her. Mm. um, And yeah, we've had her. She's about seven years old, and we've had her for the last two years.
0: So give us an idea how she's how she's healed, Erin, because I think there are some people that say, you know, you rescue, rescue these dogs from something like this, or or you, you know that they've been involved with it because of their injuries. Can they be rehabilitated?
1: Oh, 100%. I believe that, yes, she does suffer from physical and emotional scarring, but she knows that holy crap, I've died and gone to heaven here. (laughs) I'm never going to mess up. So I love that about the mature dogs. People are a little bit scared normally because they haven't, they don't know their past and they're worried about it. Uh, but really, so many rescue dogs, we see them just become so thankful because finally someone's here providing them, you know, unconditional love and that's all they want to give back.
0: Well, you know what, Erin? I know um, uh, the 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 dog trainer that we've been working with, my dog with, Bob Breeze, he's a highly reactive dog, does a lot of work with you as well, Monica. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Monica does a lot of work w- with you guys and, and she's told us some stories about some of the dogs that um, she's been involved with and, you know, dogs that, you know, might not even want to be, approached or touched and about the training that goes into rehabilitating some of these dogs but it certainly can be done and if you're if you you love an animal and you want to put in the time and the effort um, you can have a really really beautiful family pet. Absolutely, absolutely. Now tell us, um, you wanted to talk a little bit about uh, Bill C-84. And again, this is uh, a bill in a nutshell that would, and this I'm just reading right from the thing, a bill that would broaden the definition of bestiality and expand animal fighting provisions. Um It includes um, uh, clauses now that includes promoting, arranging, and profiting off animal fighting as well as breeding, training, or transporting an animal to fight. Uh, Your organization must be pleased with this?
1: Oh, absolutely. Our um, Animal Protection Act, that covers our animals in our province right now, is quite outdated. And we're actually really, uh, as far as the country is concerned, we're in the really lowest percentile of how much... You know, teeth our Animal Protection Act has for our animals to advocate for them. So, having this be put into place is something that will, you know, just make it easier to uh, get justice for those animals and to charge those people that are responsible.
0: Yeah, without a doubt. And, you know, when you go into and you read a little bit more about this, um, and I'll talk about it off the uh, when we're done this interview, but some of the stuff, it's like, how come that wasn't covered beforehand? So, this move is good. Would you like to see more on this? front what more would you like to see added to it or do you think right now with these proposed changes it's uh, it's covering what needs to be covered
1: i think in c84 itself uh it's, it's really great and it's really well written and i would love to see it be in place but there's also um also, changes to our Animal Protection Act here within the province would be absolutely fantastic. As I said, our, our laws are really outdated and, uh-huh. you know, we're, we're so low as far as the country is concerned. So getting changes to that APA and MLA Rick Frazier's done a great job of sending out a petition to be able to um, upgrade our laws uh, to protect our animals better in the province. So I'm really happy to be have been able to work
0: with him on that. Awesome. Okay, now that is great news. Now, if if people are, you know, I'm not sure that, you know, kind of every every day normal people would stumble across something. Or what, what should people be on the lookout if if they saw something, you know? And I don't know if they ever would because I suspect any dogs that are that are being used in in, in dog fighting are you know chained up somewhere or in a cage. Um, but are there things that we can keep an eye out for, Aaron? Yeah, you can really look for things that really tell your gut something's wrong. And I think that that goes
1: really that makes really broad for everything. But just if you think that, you know, something's not right about this, it's worth it. Just telling somebody. I mean, worst comes to worst, it ends up being nothing. But at least we know we tried.
0: And you know what? You you mentioned Crime Stoppers, and that's such a good place to start. It's anonymous, and you can go from there, right? Like it's, yeah. uh, you know, let's do that and let's, um, yeah, trust your gut on these things. Now, uh, a couple of texts coming in this afternoon for you, Erin. It says, "Sending love to Erin and her rescue from Beach Babies Animal Rescue. Thank you for helping to rescue dogs from the dog fighting rings, educating the public, and help rehabilitating the dogs. You make a true true difference." to each dog you help so that one is for you at 6 30 this afternoon um Aww. for those who don't know about saving grace um tell us just a little bit tell us a little bit more about what you do
1: um, so we started with, uh, I was actually a peace officer with the Alberta SPCA and I just decided my heart was in the rescue side of it, mm-hmm. not the enforcement. I wanted to see the animals through to fruition. So uh, we started this charity uh, three years ago and we've grown substantially uh, just by really taking a chance on these animals and giving them that opportunity to show them unconditional love. And now we've brought into doing, you know, a bunch of dogs and we do... Uh, farm animals as well. So really just trying to help out as much as we can in the province wherever we can.
0: So how do you uh, when you go into rescue dogs to, to different places and I, I know I've seen on your Facebook page again at Saving Grace Animal Society on Facebook, um, you go in and oftentimes it looks like you're, you're taking out all sorts of dogs, like big numbers of dogs. How do you know that those dogs need to be, get, or how, how are you notified about those dogs? Is it a report to you or is it is it someone saying we have these dogs and you need to come get them.
1: So no, what's happening there uh, on those major polls that people are seeing through our social media of the hundred plus animals coming in in one day is actually what we're trying to do is avoid and educate communities that are still using culling as a manner of okay. um, controlling the population. So where they would go out and, you know, this is bad on air, but they go out and shoot the animals Um, to decrease population so Uh, that they're safer for the community and they're not packing up. So when we see that there's a notification uh, about one of these happening in a community, we offer our assistance to say, we'll come and remove them. Um, And we hope that they follow through with implementing uh, a bylaw system and spay and neuter so that their overpopulation just doesn't happen all over again. I was going
0: to say the spay and neuter part of this is so important, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Um, If people... How many dogs are, uh, are being taken care of by your organization right now, um, whether I guess they're being fostered or in your facility? How does that work?
1: We're probably about at the 50 mark right wow. now. Uh, we keep all of our puppies in foster, and then we've got mature dogs in our facility.
0: All righty. So if people want to adopt them, you can go take a look at it. I know you have some sessions when people can come out and check things out. And, oh, my gosh, I think I looked at about five of them today that uh, I want to adopt. Erin, uh, <laughs> thank you so much for uh, for the work that you do, and thanks for waving the flag on on this one. As we said off the top, I don't know what kind of sicko does this sort of thing, but I know that there are people like that out there. and um, And uh, shame on them, but thank goodness that there's uh, people like you out there uh, doing something about it. I appreciate your time this afternoon. Yes, thank you so much for having me. All right, take care. That's Erin Deem. She is the Executive Director of Saving Grace Grace Animal Society. We're talking about dog fighting rings and um, you know, uh, one of her dogs coming in and if you again, you go to the story on globalnews.ca or 630ched.com you go on to the web page or I'm sorry, the Facebook page at Saving Grace Animal Society. And you can see that story and you can see the pictures of uh, Sweet Pea when she came in and the injuries to her and the how her ears had been cropped um Really badly, and um, they're really hard pictures to look at. But again, we do know that there are folks out there that you know really don't give a crap, and um, they're looking in it for gambling and betting and you know that sort of thing. Um, Daryl says, uh, Jay Lynn this out of Red Deer, we adopted an, ex-fi- an ex-fighter. Once he learned to trust us, he's become the most loving pooch. Well done, Daryl. That's great to hear." Uh, GM Parisian says, "My wife and I have four fur babies that are members of our family and." For find this disgusting, but for perspective, I believe the owner involved in this consider themselves animal lovers as well. I'm going to disagree with you on that one because I don't think that anyone who has an animal and puts it into a dog fighting ring would love the animal. They're looking at it as a way to make money. And if you love your animal, you don't want to see it uh, badly hurt or killed. Um... Yeah. And this one coming in says, is there any bottom to the well of human depravity? Um, I I unfortunately don't think we've seen it yet. I really, really don't know. And uh, I don't know what rock bottom looks like on that one. Now listen to this. Well, okay. I want to talk a little bit more about Bill C-84 when we come back, because there's some provisions in here that have been added to, and I'm like, how were these not in here before? Uh, when when it comes to animal abuse, about dog fighting and bestiality. All right, uh, just a little bit more on the Bill C-84. And this is a bill that uh, will broaden the definition of bestiality and expand animal fighting provisions. Uh, Has received uh, support of the House Justice Committee, now back to the House of Commons. This is uh, part of what we were talking with uh, Aaron about. Uh, But listen to this. So um, expanding the animal fighting provisions uh, includes now promoting, arranging, and profiting off animal fighting, as well as breeding, training, and transportation of an animal to fight The bill also expands provisions to prohibit the keeping of an arena for the purpose of animal fighting. Among the amendments adopted is a provision that would allow judges to ban anyone convicted of bestiality from having animals in their custody. While judges can impose such a ban on people convicted of animal cruelty, up until now, a similar option doesn't exist for sexual abuse involving animals. How did that happen? How does that happen? So, um, yeah, a rather glaring loophole um, that uh, with these proposed changes would be filled in. A couple more texts coming in this afternoon. Uh, I have a little one from a Mexico fighting ring. She's the most loving and amazing dog. She didn't deserve the life she once had. Now she's loved thoroughly throughout the days from many people. I cannot even fathom that someone can love an animal while putting putting them in dog fighting. It's deplorable. And from uh, Matthew in Rio Terrace this afternoon when an owner keeps multiple pit bulls, single coat dogs outdoors 24-7. Ladies and gentlemen, those are not working farm dogs. And would be an indicator to look into what's happening with those animals. Keep that in mind. The six thirty, Chad. Afternoon news with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross weekdays at two on six thirty, Chad.